I won't forget this time. You won't? Are you no, sure? I won't. Okay. Welcome to Ronin Geek Podcast, specifically digital love. Digital love. All the love. Uh, what's, what's that from uh, Raised by Spoilers? Love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is um, Plebeian Enraged Adam. Uh, and this is Plebeian um, Rather Hungry Amanda. Yeah. You're eating your little... You got to watch out eating those. Rob ate food on these one time. And it took me so long to edit out the sounds of like lip smacking chewing. Oh, I won't do that. I oh. just figured it was relevant because, you know, I'm hungry and I'm, you know, the idea to not starve. Oh. oh. Are we finally getting to that episode that it's I talked like, about? It's like I'm clever or something. Oh. Yeah, this has been a long time coming and I don't know. We've not purposely avoided this. It's just been... I don't know. I guess we just have less to talk about than we thought we did or whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah, it just... I, I don't know I don't what know. it is about the game, but it didn't spark any, like, I got to talk about this or anything like that. It, I've got things to say, mm-hmm. but it, it didn't spark that. And it. I think we... I don't know. Maybe it was life just got ahead of us and we just never really... Also like, Elden Ring. Also Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring, <laughs> Triangle Strategy. Yeah, just everything. Everything else. Uh, was just so much more fun for me. <laughs> right. But now we're going to talk about Not Starving. Ooh. Particularly Don't Starve. Don't Starve. By Clay Studios. I want to be clear. I think we're... we're I, there's a mix of conversation here between Don't Starve and Don't Starve Together. Yes, correct. Which are essentially the same game, but one is single player, one's multiplayer. But they're really the same game. Yeah, because we first... I, I want to be... We first uh, played Don't Starve Together. Correct. And... I'll just get it out there now. I was frustrated. Oh, I know. And you kind of went, well, this isn't the game experience. You should try Don't Starve on your own. Yes. And I went, oh, okay. I'll try Don't Starve on my own. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that and my experience with that, whether it was better or worse. Because mm-hmm. uh, you weren't really involved in my play. Like normally when we do these digital love, usually the other person is sitting next to you watching you play or playing with you. Correct. They're, we're involved. It's it, it, this is digital love. We're here to enjoy games together. Yeah. And that's what these, we usually play them together. And this one I kind of played on my own. You know what though? I think that it's kind of part of the don't starve experience because in a way you are supposed to feel alone. You're supposed to feel like you are alone in this world and you need to survive. And it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's a lonely game. Yeah, so I think it kind of helped the atmosphere of it. But yeah. also it's hard to guide somebody in that game because it's just sort of all over the place. Like I don't I don't even really have a strategy when I play Don't Starve. I just <laughs> literally try to survive from day to day and see how far I can get. Okay. But yeah. Anyways, we'll start from the beginning. Yes. So might as well start from before Don't Starve. Correct. You do seem to enjoy survival games. Um, I do, usually for the sur- most part. You, for the most part. Usually when a survival game enters this household, it's you suggesting it. Correct, yeah. So what was your first survival game that got you to enjoy this genre? Weirdly enough, so I guess Minecraft is considered a survival game, which I never really thought of Minecraft like that. I always considered it more like a creative exploration game. Well, I think they have the survival mode and then they have the creative mode. But in... But we played the survival mode mostly. Like, textbook definition, it is a survival game. That's what it was meant to be. Yeah. And funny enough, actually, looking through some of the background of Don't Starve, it was actually inspired by Minecraft. The, The people who made it 
specifically liked the idea of Minecraft and the survival mode of Minecraft and said, well, we want to do that, but in a different way. Ah. So that's kind of where this game came from. But I think that the first like true survival game that I actually played was The Forest, which yeah, is the like that. horror survival, like you plane crash and you're in like a weird forest and there's like cannibals and it was a really fucked up game, but that was the first like true survival game that I played. And I do remember playing that game, yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, though, as much as I like the genre, I haven't really played that many of them. And there aren't that many out there. Like, it's kind of a niche genre. Yeah. But uh, all the ones that I've played so far, I do enjoy. So, yeah. But, yeah, The Forest. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, okay. I think I'm in the same boat. Because, like I said, all the survival games... I think Minecraft came to this house because of me. Yes, it did. Absolutely. The Forest came in because of you. Yes. So that's kind of how our journey went. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't really play a lot of survival games, I don't think. No, it's not really your style. No. And I and, I'll, and I can talk about why at the end of this sure. while we're talking about this because it, it definitely plays into it. I'm sure. Um, so how did you get into this game specifically? Because most of the games here are either big no- – most of the games you bring in are usually big known games that are being marketed everywhere and you know about it mm-hmm. or because of something I brought up. Um, because usually I'm more into the keeping track of what games are coming out and so on and so forth. It's just because of the podcast, because everything, that's just what I do. Yeah. So how did you get into this weird indie game? Honestly, I don't really know. It's kind of one of those weird things where I think I saw it on Steam and I really liked the artistic style of it because Tim it is, Burton. it is actually based on Tim Burton's art style. Yes. So, so they've, that's, they've actually stated that that's where it's come from. So I saw it. I'm like, that is like really cute looking. And I find that so weird that you find that cute. That is horrifying to me. It's cute in like that creepy sort of like nightmare feel kind of way. It reminds me of the two children from The Shining. Yeah, well. Which to be fair, I've never seen. Look out for the Raised by Spoilers episode. But I still, I know that they're meant to be creepy. This is not cute. This is creepy. Yeah. And... I believe it was on sale at one point. They had like a sale bundle where you got uh, Don't Starve and then two of the expansions that came with it, which was the Reign of Giants and Shipwrecked. And I had a friend on Steam who was like, hey, you know, if you like The Forest, you know, try this other game out. And he didn't really play it a lot. He just had played it at some point. He's like, I think you'd like it. And I went, okay, sure. So I picked it up and I don't think I actually played it for like a long time. It was just in my Steam. Because you know that happens sometimes. You just buy fucking Steam games. Welcome and they, Steam. Just, they just sit there for eons and you forget that you have them. And then one day you're really, really bored and you're going through your Steam list. Like, oh, I have this random ass game and I never played. Oh, I should give it a try. Yep. So I did. And my first impression was this is really fucking hard. Yeah. It was very, very punishing. But at the same time, it was very chill. And it just sort of pushed that ocd collect everything button that i I like so much in in games yeah that really like speaks to me and that for like the first while that i played it that's all i really cared about i just liked running around and like picking up stuff and like kind of trying to build a base but i was never successful i think the longest i ever lasted was maybe 10 days like it was really bad and then i started modding it and I think that's when I started enjoying it more because there was just little... Oh, you and your mods. Oh, I love modding games. There was little like convenience things that just made the game a lot more enjoyable and less tedious. Like something as simple as it didn't take 
five seconds to pick grass, right? It was like one mm-hmm. second instead. And that, you know, shaved some time off the tedium and allowed me to pick up more stuff and more is better, right? Oh, God. So it was just like little stuff like that. And yeah, I just, I don't know. It was one of those games that I'd go to play if I just wanted to sit and chill and like be mindless. Because it was, it was just a mindless kind of game that I just ended up enjoying more than I thought I would. Oddly so, enough. Do you remember the longest time span you made it in the game? Not very long. I think it was maybe uh, 40 or 50 days. I, I literally never made it through a full year of seasons. Okay. Never. In the entire time that I have played this game, which was like decent, it's probably like 100 hours or so. I've never made it through a full season ever. So you just constantly or through restart. Full year. Sorry. I, yeah, I just constantly restarted. Okay. All right. So you kind of explained what you love about this game. I already answered that question. That was my next question. So thank you for being ahead of me. Oh, yeah, no problem. I mean, uh, in a weird way, I enjoy each of the different expansions for a different reason. So I think the one that I played the most was Shipwrecked. And that one, for whatever reason, just kind of stuck out to me more because I liked the idea of like traveling around to the different islands. Got it. So each island was kind of thematically different and you could get like different resources from different islands and it kind of pushed you to go out into the world instead of staying in one spot and like yep. turtling in a base or whatever the case was. And I liked that more. And then Reign of Giants was like the classic survival, you know, like build a base, try to have some sort of sustainable food production and survive as long as you could. And that was less interesting to me, but it was the classic game, essentially. That makes sense. And then the newest one, I think I've I've probably played it the least, but it's the most different where it's um, Hamlet, I think it's called. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that one was more of a... Uh, exploration dungeon crawl where that focused a lot less on survival and more on exploration, but the exploration was a lot harder. Hmm. So you essentially were given or had to buy a house in this town and the house provided the shelter that you needed to survive essentially. And anything that you needed like food wise or resource wise, you could actually purchase from people in this town. That's weird. But you could purchase it through getting these coins. They were like little like pig coins. But you got these coins through exploring dungeons and getting like gems and relics and whatever else. And then you would sell these to these pigs and then use the coins to buy the stuff that you needed. So it was less about just going out and finding like, oh my God, I need to find food. It was like, oh no, I need to go explore to make money kind of thing. So it was was a different way of thinking about the game. More of an RPG. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm going to leave my other question till later. Okay. So... I guess that's our history of it. Do you have anything to say on your history and why you chose this game for me? Actually, that's a really good question. Why this game over many of the other games? So it's funny enough. I just wanted to see if you could do it because it is so not the type of game that you play. Kind of like Katamari was, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get you to play games that are outside of your normal genre. That makes sense. And same for what you do for me. Right. Um, so this was something that I enjoy because it's kind of chill, but it's also kind of hard, but it's a different kind of challenge that you're used to. It's not one that you can sort of just, uh, I don't know, muscle your way through or outsmart. I mean, you can outsmart it, but it's a little bit of luck too. Like you're kind of at the mercy of the RNG of your yep, map. Yep. 
And it's sort of a think on your feet and and deal with whatever gets thrown at you at the time. And if you're lucky, you might survive. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just want to see if you could do it. Because I've been throwing games at you that are making you struggle. And you're like, Adam, I want to throw you something that makes you struggle. Yeah, maybe. This but this was a kind of struggle that I don't think you did so well with. So, so I think we'll get into that. I, I enjoyed Katamari. Katamari was, it, it was a challenge enough. It was chill. I think I struggled with the controls, and I think I think that's a part of the yeah, the it's game. just a part of the game. Part of the game, you, you get over it, and you do get better at the controls, and you learn and you improve. I did enjoy it. Um, I eventually had to get to the point in that game where I was like, okay, like I've done enough. Like yeah, I, yeah. I get it. And I just muscled through the game at some point because I got it. Like I get the point. Sure. I I no longer enjoying it with Katamari. Like it just lasted a little longer than I had fun with it. Sure. This game, so Katamari did provide me fun ultimately. Okay. This game was miserable. It was awful. It was terrible. I had, and I think that's definitely played a factor in how, why it took so long to to do this episode. Yeah. I struggled. It's like every single time I sat there and said, listen, I really need to go play more hours in this game so that I can have a formed opinion. So I can have a fair informed opinion. Yeah. And then I sat there and went, yeah, yeah, but... I could go shove nails in my leg. That seems like more fun to me. I would do anything to not play this game. It was painful. No, I mean, okay, so I played Don't Starve more than I played Don't Starve Together. Sure. But I understand the appeal of Don't Starve Together because like most games, it's it's one of those things where like the challenge is more fun with friends. Yeah. So if you kind of divvy up tasks and, you know, survival needs to people and you say, okay, well, you go do this and whatever, you kind of build this community together and you overcome the challenges together. But you and I really struggled with that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So like we kind of. It's funny considering that because you know that. And right now is a perfect time to be talking about this is I am particularly good at divine tasks, managing like production and managing building up into success. You're a logistics master. I get it. Yeah. Because I'm right now deep in uh, Dyson Sphere program. And I obviously enjoyed the shit out of Satisfactory. So those types of games. I kind of, and when we played Don't Starve Together, there was, you, I, I, I had put in my head, food is a struggle in this game. It's a constant struggle. It is. It always is. And in a survival game, usually you have to survive until you develop the next stage and then you improve upon that stage and then you you don't have to, at some point, you're no, your survival isn't just food day to day. You have to get away from that. Right. And so I had this brilliant idea. Well, we need wood every day. And we need food every day. Well, the uh, pine cones can be used for food and the trees can be used for wood. So I started a tree production. No, it was birch nuts. Oh, birch. And we, we, yeah, we planted a birch forest. Planted a birch forest so that I can get wood and whatever. Birch nuts, yeah. Yeah, birch nuts. So we always had a production of food and wood at all times. And I organized this perfectly so that... Every, for every tree I cut down, I only cut down the tree once it grew to a certain age. So I'd always get two birch nuts. So I could always plant one, get, keep the other. Yeah. Right? I had this great design. It was Everything was going perfect. I was loving it. I was in zen. I was loving that, by the way. I adored <laughs> it. I was like, yes, I got this. Perfect. All right. Now, and I was getting ready to like, I'm done with the trees. I'm going to move on to the next thing. Like, how? what do I automate next? Yeah. 
not per se automate because there's no like you know belts or anything. Sure, but yeah. Put it in a scenario where I don't have to think about it anymore. It's just there. It's just a process I have to do, and that's fine. Now I got to go work on this other thing. And when it hit me, what kind of game this was was when one of the trees turned into a Trent. Yeah. So at, there's a random chance that when you cut down an adult tree, it will actually be a Trent, and that Trent will just attack you and has it summons these little like mini trees around it or whatever. Yeah. And generally, the only way to get rid of this Trent is to light it on fire. Yes. So what do I do? I go, oh, I know how to deal with this. I'm going to light it on fire. I go get a torch. I walk over. I light it on fire. And it lights his entire birch forest on fire. (laughs) My entire birch production. Yeah. All of it. So everything that he had just spent the last like several hours perfecting and putting together was brought to a pile of ashes in about three seconds. Yep. And then I think it was at that moment when you went, oh, I went, our food is gone. We're fucked. We're done. And you're like, well, the trees weren't going to produce nuts when winter came anyway. Yes. I just went, why the fuck didn't you tell me that before? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's one thing that I I would say is a negative with Don't Starve is the... Um, the progression is very uh, i don't want to say convoluted but it's hard to tell what it is that you need to do next in order to actually be successful yes so there's a lot of different like inventions and research and stuff that you can build but not all of it is useful right away and then you end up wasting resources on something that you don't necessarily need for that season or that moment or whatever and then when you get to the next season you realize i need this thing that i didn't realize i need and now i don't have the resources to build it yep and they don't really they also don't really tell you what a lot of the stuff does it's just one of those things where it's like okay you build it and find out and then you find out oh well it's not actually useful and what the fuck am i building this for so it's, it's it is very punishing in that way whereas i i feel like the intention is the longer you play it the better you get yes and you are meant to put a lot of hours into that game just learning how the world is gonna fuck you yep and yeah, that's not for everybody. Sometimes the long game isn't what everybody wants. And yeah, so I, I totally understand that. Then when we did that one, it was after that birch tree when I was just, my soul was crushed. <laughs> I already really wasn't, like building that birch forest was the only thing I enjoyed in that game. Like, sure. At that moment in yeah, time. Yeah. Like uh, this this random, like always just barely surviving the day was a struggle to me because in my mind, you're supposed to be not I guess it's one of those things where, and it goes by the name survival, the concept of every day is a struggle is difficult to me. Yeah. Um, unless, of course, every day is a struggle because you are impro- you are making improvements for the next day. So the idea is every day I'm doing the same thing, just barely struggling through, always was rough to me. And that's, and that's why I was, yeah, my emotions were, I'm like, I can't do this. And that's <laughs> when you're like, okay, you need to go play don't regular Don't Starve, see if it's any different for you. Yeah. And so I went and did that. And it was worse. <laughs> it was worse. Which one did you play though? I played base game. I just wanted Oh, the, the base game. The okay. Not even like random giants. No, I wanted the base experience. Okay. That's that's I didn't know. I didn't want to delve into that. And I so I played just the base experience. What night? There's a like a, a known number of night. <coughs> oh, sorry. Okay. There is a known night. It's it's I think it's predetermined that the dogs show up. 
Yeah, so it's in predetermined increments, and I think it has to do with the moon, if I'm not mistaken. It's like certain moon phases will bring out the dogs, or maybe it's just time, like a certain time, like on day eight or yeah. day whatever. I don't know what number that is, but I got to that point maybe six times, seven times. I don't think I ever survived more than like a day or two after that. <laughs> so that's not very long into the game. Sure. And here was my struggle with it is... Again, it's that mentality of improvement. And so you, you describe this game as go through it, build something, learn it's not useful, die, start over again, build something, it's not useful, die, build something, hey, it's useful. Great. It gets me an extra three days. Yeah. Great. Die. Okay. Start again. Get that thing again. You know what I mean? Like improve it. And I think what's what the game was setting me up for is there are a hundred paths you can take. But there is only one that grants success. And it's your job to bash your head until you find that one path. Because that path is you need to get a certain amount of food in order to survive. Then you need to get defensive and, and weapons in order to survive the dogs. And then you need to progress the next one and keep doing that same process until you get just the right path. So like, I'm sure there's more than just one path that wins. But out of the thousands and thousands and thousands that are given to you as an opportunity, only a handful or a small selection of those are actually viable for long-term survival yeah so you what ends up happening and that's not even the frustrating part that's not what's frustrated me because that to me is dark souls that right there is iteration and knowledge i can live with that that's not what frustrated me what frustrated me is i beat the dogs three days later go by hey i think i'm getting food and then the next challenge and goes by the way you have to start all over again when you, the moment you die you don't start from the dogs you don't start from a checkpoint you start all over again. And not only that, but the randomness of the dogs, the randomness of the resources, the randomness of the uh, um, events. Yeah, world events. The world events. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly make it so that your one true path is not a one true path all the time. So I ended up basically in Dark Souls, you talk about, and this is this is my question. How do you not consider this game more soul-crushing than Dark Souls? Because at least in Dark Souls, when you go to fight a tough boss fight, it doesn't send you back to level one. It goes, just try the boss fight again. Just try that one fight again. In this game, the moment you lose or the moment you fail or the moment you struggle, right? The moment you have to restart and learn something. The moment you have a learning moment, you have to go through a boring thing all over again. I had to go through those first 10 days of just arduous, boring, the same thing over and over and over again. And I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> so there are ways around that. Um, I could save scum. No, no, no. Not even save scumming. There are uh, resurrection shelters that you can build that when you die, you will show up at the shelter there are um, ones that are just inherently in the world. It looks like a like a stone that's broken and it's got pig heads on stakes around it. Sure. So when you go touch that, when you die, you will get resurrected at that stone. But it's, a, but it's a one-time use. It's a one-time use and it's randomly generated so you don't know where it is. Correct. So you still can't go down your one true path. Correct. So I felt the game felt like a treadmill where every once in a while someone would just fucking punch me in the face and I'd fall off the treadmill. And then they'd go, get back on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Go, okay, I get back on the treadmill. Is, and I then they just punch you again and you fall off the treadmill. And you're like, okay, next time, 
I'm not going to get punched by the guy. So you're like, I'm going to be on the treadmill. And then the swing comes. You're like, ha, dodge the punch. And then another punch comes in. You're like, God damn it. I have to get back on the treadmill. It's not like Dark Souls. Where I feel like Dark Souls, yeah, it, it drops you back to the stake of America or from the bonfire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you're not starting from scratch again. You're not doing level one through ten every single time. You know what? Which here's gets boring. Here's the thing. There is a part of me that wonders if I'm simply just playing this game wrong. But the problem is I don't know anybody else that plays it. I have no basis of comparison. And for you, like you're just playing it the way that I play it because I'm the one that told you how to play it essentially. Maybe. So the fact that I've never been able to survive more than like 50 or 60 days Maybe it just means that I'm doing something wrong. But here's but the, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. The game never tells me what I should or shouldn't be doing. It doesn't tell you anything. It literally just yes. drops you in and says, figure it the fuck out. Which is not bad because we just had in our last episode where we discussed how Elden Ring does that. Yeah. But Elden Ring teaches you through the mechanics. It has consistency in its mechanics to teach sure. you those lessons. Yeah. Whereas this one, because of its randomness, you don't learn a lesson. You just learn... I got lucky, like, because the well, game was lucky. You do learn some lessons. Like, you learn yes, you in, learn in some. some seasons, you learn, okay, when, when it's winter, I, I need, need warm. warmth. When yep. it's summer, I uh, need to keep cool. I need a spear by the eighth day for those dogs. Correct. <laughs> or, you know what? There's other way to defeat the dog. I generally don't ever fight them. I just will explore the map enough to find other creatures like pigs or merfolk or whatever. And I will literally lead the dogs to them. How do you do that? Because the dogs come at night. Yeah, you just take a torch and run. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Right? Um, and you just you just run around until they either A, stop chasing you, or B, something else kills them. Yeah. And that's generally how I survived those fights early game. <laughs> yeah, I just, I always, the, the game just felt like uh, I, the part of learning and the part of dying and improving didn't bother me. Mm -hmm. If they just went, you go back 10 nights, I could probably yeah. If I wasn't losing all of my progress, I wouldn't. Or if they, if somehow throughout the game I was building kind of like Hades, right? Hades has this mechanic, the roguelites. It's a, it's a roguelike. Mm -hmm. This game's roguelike-y in that, in that sense where it's randomly generated every round. So sometimes you have a good run. Sometimes you have a really bad run. Mm -hmm. That sounds like Hades, but I fucking love Hades. Well, why do I like Hades more than I, more than I like this? Because, and this is another factor. Hades, every time you did a run, you still progressed something. You came back with crystals that, or whatever sure, yeah. that you would spend to improve, you know. A all, base level of something. Of character. Yeah. So you're always improving something. And this one does have character levels. I told you that I played this game seven times. Seven grueling times. Do you know how many times I leveled up? Hmm. Two. <laughs> Do you know what I got out of those levels? Huh. Nothing. Yeah. Sounds about right. I got no improvement. And I'm like, the fuck is going on here i'm not bad at games <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right uh, on the surface it this does seem like a just awful punishing <laughs> relentless game but i don't know there was something about it that i just i mean i haven't played it in a long time i really haven't i kind of i i got hard into it and i just played it non-stop for a while and then i just sort of put it down and never picked it up again yeah, until, until I don't wanna, came out. i don't want to yuck other people's yums i clearly have a style yeah and there are clearly people in the world that can make this game look like a joke sure I'm not one of those people. No, this I'm not even one of those people either. And it's funny because I, I hated the idea of games that punish you for failure. And this is 
utterly one of those games that it probably punishes you the most for failure. Yeah. And it never bothered me. I don't know why. It just, I just kept remaking and doing the same <laughs> fucking 20 days over and over and over again. It never bothered me that much. Do you see why I don't understand why you were okay with this game, but you were fearful of Dark Souls and Elden Ring? Yeah, I just, I guess the difference is I felt like this game was um, doable just through sheer perseverance, whereas Dark Souls literally required skill perseverance and simply doing it over and over again would not get you past the challenge it's true so in this sense for me like perseverance if i just kept doing it over and over and over again eventually through the miracle of rng and whatever i would eventually just get a scenario that everything would just work out in my favor and then i would eventually succeed so Here's the problem I have with that, with that mentality, that style. I am mm. not a gambler. You know me. I hate gambling. I hate. Casinos. I know. You hate I the idea of it. I despise casinos. Yeah. I like D&D, which has dice rolling, but that's about storytelling. And yeah. Jokes. I'm not losing money on it. It's not really gambling. There's nothing I'm gambling on. Mm. Um, I hate casinos. I hate gambling money. I just don't find that fun. To me, that you are, that's a gambler's addiction because you're sitting there. How many times have you air quotes succeeded or beaten this game? Never. Yeah. So you house are someone. Always, the house always wins. The house always wins. You are someone sitting there at a at a uh, slot machine, going, "All I need is luck right now." Yeah, and it never will, and it'll but, come, but you'll lose more often than you'll win. Yeah, but the loss wasn't devastating in any way, like physically or mentally or whatever. It was just simply a loss, and, and I felt that it was a loss, a loss of time. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was time I was trying to waste anyway. So what do I care? That's true. If you got nothing better to do, but I got plenty of other things to do. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I I don't really like survival games for the most part. Mm -hmm. I think that pretty much sums this up. Um, I don't mind Minecraft because it has a creative level, but there is a sense of at any time a creeper can just come and destroy what you've made, and that drives me up the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't really like games where every day I'm struggling for the same thing. It's the same problem every day. I like improving on a problem. Sure. Uh, I like that eventually, today I'm struggling for food in a game. Tomorrow, I don't want to struggle for food anymore. I want to struggle for, I don't know, deuterium <laughs> yeah for a ra randomly brought up topic yeah yeah um i want to struggle for the next thing it's all still a struggle but it's it it has a sense of struggling for something else sure I get it. I mean? and this game i felt like made me struggle for the same thing over and over and over again so it, it didn't feel like progression it felt like nothing new anytime and it's like i get that if you boil down every video game that's what every video game is it's the same thing over and over again <laughs> i guess but it didn't doesn't feel that way which is important yeah yeah so I, I, sh I struggle with it. Obviously, my first impression of the game is I thought I could like it. I, I, I want to answer because, you, sorry, you're, you're not reading the questions. Why don't you ask the question? What question am I asking? I don't know. One of the questions on the list for me because we usually write these questions down. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Well, what was your what was your first impression of it? Like when you started playing it, what, did you, what kind of game did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be more like a... Um, I don't want to say like a mine. When I did Minecraft, I was the kind of guy that used the redstone to automate processes at hmm. some point. Yeah. Where I would create like pig farms and then just have food delivered to my house. Yeah. I was that kind of weird guy. The, the flood the wheat field kind of guy. The flood the wheat field kind of guy. Yeah. 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 I, I was totally that kind of guy. And I like to automate. I kind of got in that mindset of I'm going to automate this stuff. I'm going to make this game my bitch. And I'm going to show you how I'm not going to survive. I'm going to thrive. Right. And I just never got there. And so my first impression was I thought it was something I could like, but I think I discovered that I was playing the game wrong. And that that was my downfall. And then once I discovered, or once I 
maybe realized I was playing the game wrong and I started to realize what kind of game it was. I went, oh no, I'm not going <laughs> to like this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So I think I already know the answer, but did you actually enjoy any part of it at all? I had a moment of enjoyment and that was planting a shit ton of trees. <laughs> just just birch trees. Just birch birch, birch trees. trees for days. Me- me- mechanically taking care of, hopefully taking care of our lifetime of trees and food. Yeah. But Fair enough. It didn't last very long. No, that was a very short lived. I, I literally burned that enjoyment to the ground. You did. You did yeah. literally. <laughs> now I'm a monster. Oh God. I, the last question you've got is about bosses. Yes. And you're like, w- did you beat any of the bosses? Obviously, I told you I didn't get very far. Right. I didn't know there were bosses until you asked that, qu- until you brought that question. So there is. There is actual like boss bosses. So for example, the Trent that we fought. Is that classified that's as a boss? That's classified as a boss. But there are like event bosses that you haven't even seen yet. Nope. Um, that spawn like per season or for different areas or different events or whatever. Like there's like a gigantic fucking spider that you can fight. Or there's a walrus that has a uh, Scottish, um, what do you call those? Like Tam O'Shanter or something like that? The, the Scottish hats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a little like floppy plaid hat or whatever. Yep, yep. Like there's just, there's ridiculous bosses. There's like a, a goose moose thing. <laughs> like obviously they had a lot of fun making everything in this game. It's very like goofy creative but also like dark and creepy so they have a they have a good genre but yeah there's there's actual like there is a strategy to this game that i apparently just never grasped that and neither neither did i you can progress and get some like really awesome items and gear and stuff that make everything a lot easier in this game but uh, yeah i just uh never got to that point i guess yeah it's it's a struggle it's I just no, I never beat any bosses. I I don't think I made it past thirty ish days. Mm. I, I just don't think I did. Yeah. Uh I, I just I didn't succeed at anything in that game. And which is a really weird feeling to me. <laughs> it, like you joke that, you know, we we have this inside joke where I'm the best in every class. Yeah, yeah. Because when we played World of Warcraft, I would you'd always complain about like a certain build order or something like that. And I'd just show up and just make builds like I could just play any class in WoW and just... And be, be successful at it. Be one of the... T- close to the top DPS. Or be successful. top tank or top healer. Top or whatever healer, the right. fuck you were doing, you were just simply the best at because your brain just went, okay, challenge. Yeah, uh, I was never the best. I was no, just very usually, but you were really, I was you always top tier. Yeah. I was always top tier. If I perfected it, I'd be the best. I, I don't know if I'd ever be the best because there are pros in the world. Yeah, absolutely. But I tend to be very good at games. Um, and this one... Uh, and, and there are games that like even Katamari where I just showed up and just trounced it the first time like i don't think i failed a single i think i failed one world because i didn't understand the the, the mechanics oh what yeah, it was asking yeah. Me. but I, I usually am pretty good at games because you play so many and you, you get lessons i i lost i can't beat this game it, it, it defeats me <laughs> i don't know if there's actually like an end to this game apparently there's a story yeah there somewhere is. in there too dealing with like maxwell and like there's some like gate in there i've never encountered this story i've never like looked into it Never touched it, nothing. So I have no idea what the game is even about. There are people listening be like, have you really actually played this game? I know, I know. (laughs) If you look at my Steam, my Steam would tell you, yes, I have actually played this game, but you wouldn't think it because I don't fucking know anything about it. So I was uh, originally going to say that for our next episode, I would be the one picking the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we've done Elden Ring unexpectedly. Um, I think it's still back on my plate to do one of your games. So 
you don't have to choose now mm-hmm. unless you've already got one in mind. No, not not the moment. No, okay. not so yet. This is kind of a surprise to us. Yeah. So let's hold that off. Normally we say what our next game will be. We'll hold that off for now. I'll, it'll be I'll, a mystery. It'll be a mystery. I'll probably announce it at one of our classics or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what's going on from there. Yeah. Well, I love you, but I hate this game. I love you too. 